Hello, lovely single mums, and thank you for joining this podcast where we're going to share key details for anyone receiving the childcare subsidy or family tax benefit, particularly as we approach the end of the financial year. My name is Lucy Good and I'm the founder of Beanstalk Single Mums. We're an online space dedicated to supporting and inspiring single mums from all walks of life. We offer a blog which covers everything for your single mother journey. We have a single mum only anonymous forum, e-books and e-courses, as well as exclusive single mum discounts and giveaways. And it can all be found completely free on our website, beanstalkmums.com.au. But on to this all-important podcast where I'm going to be getting the facts from the man himself, Hank Jongen, who is General Manager at Services Australia, which, if you don't know, administers Centrelink, Medicare and child support payments and services for the Australian government. Welcome to the Beanstalk podcast, Hank. A real pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I expect you're feeling a bit like the rest of us and are wondering why you even bother getting out of bed on the 1st of January this year. It's been quite a year for us all, hasn't it? It's been a horror year. And I'm just, you know, everything comes in threes. I'm waiting for the third thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, goodness, don't say that. The third thing might be good. Let's all keep our fingers crossed. But I'd like to start by thanking you for taking the time to chat to me and ultimately to single mothers across Australia to give us your guidance and clarity around Centrelink, child support, coronavirus, end of financial year and all those things that are happening at the same time. Very small disclaimer from my end to my listeners that I am not an expert on this topic and I don't claim to be and I get just as confused as the next person. So for this reason, I'm going to stay on topic and let Hank do most of the talking as we share with you the most asked questions on single mother's lips right now as they not only navigate the complexities of coronavirus, but end of year as well. (laughs) Are you ready to go, Hank? Absolutely. Right, my first question is that I know I've definitely had at least one reminder text about a 30th June deadline to confirm my 2018-19 income, but I know a lot of single mums haven't seen one yet. Can you tell us who this applies to and what we need to do? Look, as you said in your introduction, what this relates to is people who may have received either childcare subsidy or family tax benefit in the 2018-19 financial year. That's last financial year, not this financial year. And essentially, what we're trying to alert people to is that if they've not yet put us in a position where we can balance what we call balance or reconcile your payments, you need to do this by the 30th of June. Now, what do I mean by balancing? Um, If you receive family tax benefit or childcare subsidy, uh, you'd be aware of the fact that we pay on the basis of fortnightly income estimates that are provided to us over the course of the year. And we ask people to update uh, their income estimate as their income goes up and down. Now, what happens is at the end of the financial year, we then need to balance or reconcile the income that you've, uh, details that you've provided to us against your actual income. Now, your actual income is simply determined by your tax return. So the reason we're contacting people about 2018-19 
is because you may not yet have updated your income with us uh, and we may not have been able to do that balancing yet. So this alert is to tell them, uh, to tell people that they only have until the 30th of June to either lodge their tax return, and bearing in mind we're talking about last financial year, 2018-19, so you either have to lodge your tax return for that uh, financial year or tell us that you don't need to lodge a tax return. And uh, to tell us that you don't need to lodge a, a tax return is a simple, straightforward process. You can do it through your Centrelink online account. Now, the problem is that if you don't do this, two things could happen. Firstly, um, you could miss out on your family tax benefit supplements and any top-ups that you may be eligible for uh, because we need to balance in order to determine that. And secondly, in relation to childcare subsidy, if we haven't confirmed your income, um, then uh, we will reduce your rate of childcare subsidy to zero from the 13th of July this year. And that means you'll have to pay full fees to your childcare provider after that date. Okay, so that's uh, that's giving us a warning and that'll get us all up and doing what we need to do on that point for sure. So thank you for letting us know that. And it leads me nicely into my next question, which is how do people know if they actually need to lodge a tax return? Okay, look, uh, the, it's a simple, straightforward process. You simply go to the Australian Taxation Office website and believe it or not, there's a tool there that says do I need to lodge a tax return? So if you just click on that button, you answer a few simple questions uh, and uh, it will give you an indication uh, as to whether or not you need to lodge a tax return. Now, if you don't, you can notify us through your Centrelink online account. Uh, there's again a tool there which is headed advice of non-lodgement of tax return. I don't come up with these headings, by the way. <laughs> uh, but if you go to your Centrelink online account, advice of non-lodgement of tax return, um, then uh, you can click on that and follow the prompts. Okay, all right, that's perfect. And just going back to, uh, oh, sorry, and also the ATO website can be um, accessed via the MyGov website as well, can't it? I just thought I'd throw that one in there just in case anyone isn't aware of that. Um, and going back to the childcare issue, I know that free childcare was introduced as part of the government's response to the pandemic. Um, I also believe this ends on the 13th of July. Is there anything that we need to be doing now with regard to that? Uh, look, uh, yeah, look, there's a really, uh, I guess really this fits into the category of a helpful tip more than anything. A lot of people have taken up this free childcare option and it's the first time they've availed themselves of childcare. Now, if you just let things continue and you're a first timer and have never previously claimed childcare subsidy, then basically from the 13th of July, you're going to have to start paying full fees if you want to continue using childcare. So what we're saying is, if you want to continue beyond the 13th of July, now's the time to lodge a claim for childcare subsidy, get in before any rush uh, and uh, test your eligibility. 
And that way, if you're eligible, um, you will be able to uh, receive reduced childcare from the 13th of July. Now, in relation to people who are, were already getting childcare subsidy, um, your payments will restart from the 13th of July, but it's based on the income details that you provided um, earlier on, uh, before this free childcare subsidy started. And we know a lot of people have suffered a significant reduction in income. So now's actually the time to think about what estimate you want to put in for next financial year. And I guess really what we're saying is now's the time to update your income estimates so that again, we can correctly assess you from the 13th of July and set you up for next financial year. Yeah, so yeah, talking about um, deadlines um, and leading on again really nicely, there's this looming deadline for the families who need to lodge a lump sum family tax benefit claim for the 2018-19 financial year. Um, again, there's a little bit of confusion around that for some. So can you kindly enlighten us so we are all sorted and ready to lodge on time? Sure. Look, to start with, I suppose I should explain family tax benefit um, which for old timers like me used to be called child endowment. But family tax benefit was actually designed to be part of the tax system. And it was intended when it was introduced many years ago that families would get a lump sum at the end of the financial year. However, about 95% of families choose to receive the payment fortnightly in advance. And then at the end of the financial year, we do this balancing. However, a lot of people are in a situation, let's say you're self-employed or you're running your own business from home, anything like that, they find it very difficult to provide us with an income estimate to enable us to pay it fortnightly in advance. So what they prefer to do is wait until the end of the financial year and see whether they're eligible um, uh, at that point when they lodge their tax return and we can do a, uh, that reconciliation or balancing. Again, we're talking about last financial year, 2018-19. If you're in that situation where you've not applied for family tax benefit in advance, then now is the time where you need to lodge your, uh, uh, your lump sum claim. Because again, you've only got until the 30th of June this year to lodge that claim. So there's two things you need to do. Firstly, lodge a tax return. And secondly, lodge a claim for family, ta ta sorry, family <laughs> tax benefit uh, in your Centrelink online account through MyGov. So again, it's, it's just, you know, to give you the opportunity of ensuring you don't miss out. Because it's not just the family tax benefit lump sum. There's also the top-up, uh, uh, which amounts to over $700 per child that you may be eligible for. Yes, exactly. So we need to be aware of that. And tell me, can anyone apply for the lump sum or is there a general eligibility to get that? Yeah, look, uh, anyone can make a lump sum claim for family tax benefit. Um and again, it gets back to that point I made earlier that we know a lot of families have had their incomes affected recently. They may have thought they weren't eligible in the past and now's a good time to just test your eligibility. Um, 
And the other thing, of course, is that if families are in that situation and they no longer want to claim as a lump sum, then claim your family tax benefit now and choose to get it paid fortnightly. Um, uh, because, you know, that's the way most families actually receive it. It does mean that you need to be in a position where you can provide us with an, an accurate estimate of what your payments are likely to be. Okay. And if someone is granted a lump sum family tax benefit claim for 2019-20 here, uh, moving on a year, will those people then become eligible for first the first 750 economic uh, support payment? Yes. The answer is yes. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you'll be eligible for the 750 payment for the year you're eligible for family tax benefit. Right. It's probably the simplest way of describing yeah. it. So if you claim FTB after the end of the financial year, and in this case you're eligible for FTB, by the way, mm-hmm. I shouldn't use acronyms, <laughs> um, family tax benefit. If you're eligible for family tax benefit for 2019-20, you'll get the first economic support payment uh, as part of your lump sum. And if you continue to lodge family tax benefit claims as a lump sum, we'll then pay the second 750 payment, which is due in July, we'll pay that at the end of the financial year 2021 as part of your lump sum payment at that time. Okay, perfectly explained. Thank you. Um, My next question is one that comes up a lot with us single mums, probably the most asked question here. Um, Can you please confirm what's included in the income we report to Centrelink? And most significantly, should we be including child support payments in the figure? Okay, well, look, the first thing uh, is you you do need to tell it, you know, my answer is income's income. All right. So, Income from salary and wages is included as taxable income. Any taxable payments you get from us need to be reported for family tax benefit. That that includes parenting payments single or for uh, parents with children aged over eight, Mm -hmm. job seeker payment. That is income. Um, Then there's other technical areas like things like reportable superannuation. That's where you make extra comp- contributions to your super fund. That's, de- that's deemed as income. Now, in relation to child support, if you receive child support, you don't need to include this because that's automatically dealt with within Services Australia. Uh, we uh, deal with your child support and we factor it in in assessing your family tax benefit. So from your perspective, you don't need to declare it. However, if you are paying child support, and I know that won't be many, um, you do need to tell us that you are paying child support because there's a funny rule where we regard it as income, but then we offset the amount you pay. Only public servants could do this. (laughs) Uh, But it is buried in some legislation somewhere, and it is a requirement. Okay, so really, with regards to the child support, yes, it is classed as income, but we don't need to actually include it ourselves because it's done for us. And that might be where the um, confusion lies. 
Yes, that's right. Look, that was a long answer to get to oh, your no. answer. <laughs> no, it was very helpful. And you make you actually uh, explain it very clearly, um, and it seems to make sense. Um, apart from when, uh, when us single mums get together and start talking about it, we completely confuse each other. Um, so you're cutting through all of that for us, which I appreciate. So moving on, once we've completed our notice of assessment... How long will it take for Centrelink to balance those payments? And what happens um, if we have underestimated or, I guess, overestimated our income? Yeah, well, both scenarios apply, of course. Look, um, um, because, of course, the balancing process can lead to three outcomes. One outcome is if you've underestimated your income, then you may incur a debt. Mm -hmm. Or certainly, uh, 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 that's one prospect. If you've uh, over-declared your income, then you will receive a topper as well as the supplements that uh, you're entitled to. And, of course, in the majority of cases, what we find is a neutral outcome where people have correctly declared their income. Uh, They, therefore, don't get any top-up of family tax benefit, but they do receive the supplements in relation to their children. So... Once you've lodged your tax return, the tax office will send us your income information, usually within 28 days from when you get your notice of assessment. Mm -hmm. And as I said, if we think we've paid you too much during the year, um, that uh, we won't finalise the balancing of your payments straight away. now, this is, uh, this is particularly re- relevant this year. If you've underestimated your earnings and we believe you've, we've paid you too much this year, mm. we won't balance your payments straight away. And that's because we've paused a range of de- debt activities due to the pandemic. The government has instructed us not to raise any debts uh, over this pandemic period. It was announced in April for a six-month period, this pause, so it won't apply until October. So that's important to remember uh, if you owe us money. However, if we owe you money, we will be processing those payments. Now, in relation to childcare subsidy, um, that usually that balancing usually occurs around August. And the reason for that is we need um, the childcare providers to be able to confirm childcare attendance details, and that takes a couple of weeks. So the balancing, which is the same in principle as what I said about family tax benefit, usually occurs around August. Great, and that was a date that we that a lot of people were asking about, so thank you for confirming that. Um, moving on, can we briefly talk about the 550 coronavirus supplement? Um, what This is a question that I wanted to know myself as well. We understand this is taxable, we get that, but can we get tax withheld on the payments or has it all got to be paid at the end of the financial year? Uh, no, you can uh, arrange fortnightly deductions. Now, the coronavirus supplement is the, as you said, the extra five hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. that's that's uh, added as a top up to parenting payment single and job seeker payment. So you can arrange tax deductions not only for that five hundred and fifty, but also for the total payment uh, that you're receiving, uh, and uh, it, it's. As I said, you can do that on a regular fortnightly basis. 
And look, you can manage your tax deductions, again, using your Centrelink online account, where there's a guide to help you. Um, And again, look, I'm not an expert on tax, but if you're unsure about how the supplement will affect the amount of tax you need to pay, then we recommend you go to the Australian Taxation Office website um, because that's where they can give you guidance in relation to how much tax you might be liable for. Okay, yeah, so onto the ATO website via MyGov again for that information. Um, For those single mums who are on job seeker allowance, I understand that the mutual obligation requirements start again from 9th of June, meaning they have to go and have appointments with um, uh, people to help them find jobs. That's probably not the right term for it. Um, What actions do they need to take? And can these appointments be done online for those single mums who are still isolating with their families? The answer is yes. Look, uh, as you said, mutual obligations are currently... um, uh, in place, but in a limited capacity. Um, you can, if you're receiving job seeker payment, you can be asked to attend at least one appointment with your employment services provider, but it can be done online or over the phone. But during this period, your payment won't be suspended and you won't be penalised if you don't meet these requirements. Look, the aim of of this change, uh, the reintroduction, is to encourage job seekers, particularly people who have not been in the system before, and there's a lot now, um, is to uh, encourage job seekers to maintain contact with employment services providers. um, Because let's face it, a lot lot of people are keen to get back into the workforce as soon as possible as the economy normalises. And by talking to your employment services provider, you know, we can discuss, they can discuss options for training, upskilling or employment. But look, again, if you have any further questions or don't think you're getting the right help, uh, then uh, you can contact uh, your online employment services uh, uh, or your on- employment services provider um, who will if you have one and we would have nominated one as part of the job seeker process yeah and i think as you say it's good to be talking to somebody if you've been out of work for a while you've been isolating and you feel are feeling a little bit out of the loop it's good to have that conversation and find out what you can be doing to get back into the workforce or to start some training or something, which is just good for mental health as well. So it's really good that that they are starting up again and that people can um, do them from home if need be. Um, Hank, can you just run us through the best way to get any more information? I mean, you've given us a heap anyway, and you really have answered our key questions. Um, But anything else um, around, anywhere else we can go, you know, to get more information about what we've spoken about today and for answers to any other questions around this topic that might arise. Sure, look, there's a lot of information on mm. our website, servicesaustralia.gov.au. Well, it'd be <laughs> help if I got it right, servicesaustralia.gov.au. And that includes information on the balancing dates uh, for single income support customers, Uh, examples of what single parents need to do uh, in those different balancing situations that I've talked about 
Um, that's really important. Look, the other thing, and this is a plug for me, um, you can also follow me on Facebook. Um, if you look for Hank Jongen, J-O-N-G-E-N, make sure you go to my official website, uh, Facebook site, though. If there's a picture of me and my dog Charlie that pops up, that's not for you. Look for the one of me in a suit. Uh, that's my official one. You can lodge a mass of questions there. Also, a great site on Facebook is our Family Update Facebook page. Uh, that's a Services Australia official page as well. Uh, if you really do need to uh, ring us, then the Families line is open from 8am to 8pm Monday to Friday. And the number there is 136150. So, in addition to that, you know, Facebook, Twitter... There's a whole range of different um, uh, sites there that relate to us. Yeah, that's really helpful. And in fact, I was having a look at those Facebook pages myself. I didn't realise they exist. I thought, well, I'll have a look before I chat to you. And there's so much information on there and it's given in such a simple form. So it's definitely worth looking at those. And I guess just to the listeners, if your head is spinning with information, um, because we have provided a lot in this chat, don't stress. Um, I'm going to put all the links that Hank's mentioned um, in this chat uh, on the Beanstalk website where I publish this podcast. So if you're not a regular user of the website and you found us via iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify or somewhere else, just head to the beanstalkmums.com.au website and click on the podcast tab at the top. So plenty of ways to get that information. Now, we finished asking, answering all the questions and I just wanted to say, as a side note, it is the 18th of June today and um, my daughters and I were meant to be flying out to the UK today for a long-awaited holiday. So, yeah, today hasn't panned out quite as I'd hoped, but um, I got to talk to you, Hank, so it's made it worthwhile on missing that holiday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That, I, that, that must be awful for you. But I guess it's just a reality, uh, in, you know, in these difficult times. It absolutely is. And I was talking to my two girls at breakfast this morning and we were just shrugging and saying, oh, oh, well, we'll get over there one day. So I think we've just all got so used to our plans being changed that it's not really that huge a deal. And I think we all have to be grateful that we are um, in such a brilliant country and all healthy. That's, that's the most we can hope for at the moment. Absolutely, Lucy. And, and I've got to say, it's been a delight talking to you. And I, I also, for the first time, checked out your website. I love it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. That's great to hear. Yeah, we, we, uh, we help single mums through that whole journey, right through from the beginning, the crisis period with the separation, um, through to uh, rehousing, repartnering, getting new jobs, starting their new life. Um, all the way through um, and it's a great great place to be chatting to single mums every day and we're all we're all uh, sort of inspiring each other and supporting each other and embracing our new path so um, yeah it's great thank you so much I appreciate the kind words well look anytime and uh, if there are any other issues that you want to uh, talk to us about in relation to this of course I'd be delighted to come on again I was going to say I hope you'll come on and talk to me again <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much um, for spending this time chatting to me and Australian single mums today. Um, and just to the single mums, um, remember if you've not visited my website, 
beingstalkmums.com.au. Make sure you do. Not only will you find more podcasts like this, uh, not all this serious, lots of them about dating and lots of laughter on them as well, uh, but none as informative as this. Um, There's also lots of other wonderful resources on there for your single mother journey. Um, And you can chat to me anytime on our anonymous single mum forum or on the single mum Vine Facebook group um, and they can be reached via the website and just one final point before we leave if this podcast has helped you please take just 30 seconds to rate and review it because the more reviews we can get the easier these podcasts are to find by other single mums who need support guidance and companionship on their single mother journeys until next time ladies goodbye